1: I remember one guy in Newcastle was on stage and he was dying and a guy stood on the table and just said just leave us alone. It was like so <laughs>
0: <interesting>. <laughs> well, That's funny. That's so hilarious. I had some joke I tried to do about that about how how if you you know that you're shit when you're in the in your car and it doesn't warn you about not putting on the seatbelt. <laughs> My wife, I,
1: you know, clearly didn't make any choices on my looks. You know, it wasn't like, hey, that guy. Yeah. Um, it was because we just got on and we, we you know.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Raw Comedy Podcast. Uh, Today in English as our guest, my only guest today. Uh, Well, he speaks Swedish, but I think we'll do it in English. It's better, right?
1: I thought you were going to say he has um, mental health
0: problems and cannot uh, speak our language. Um, You should, though. Oh, absolutely. How many years have you been here? Al Pitcher, first uh, of all. uh, Welcome. Thank you.
1: Um, I I applauded myself. Um, I've been here for... About nine years mm-hmm. um, but i can 't be accused of not trying to learn swedish i I, I really have, but it 's like um, it 's like a Rubik 's cube, you know not everybody gets it, you know like you can practice and practice, and I have practiced, and I have gone to courses. Um but it just doesn't fit it just doesn't sit in there man I I think what I need is like some kind of major car accident and then I wake up from a coma and I can speak it you know yeah. those people
0: that uh, yeah they wake up and they can talk Russian or something but what what's the most difficult thing you would say with Swedish then
1: uh, it's when people speak so fast mm-hmm. and you just it's it, it's like you're holding on to like a dog on a leash and you're like, I've got this, I've got this, and then their dog just runs off, yeah. and drowns. You know, it's my my
0: fiance now she she's an SFE, yeah, uh, and she's been there for a couple of weeks, and she's doing really well. She actually just did the um, and passed as well, uh, not gonna prove it uh, after three weeks, so no pressure, mate. Um, yeah, and she's but, pregnant, she? <laughs> and she's pregnant. Yeah, so yes, yeah, has eight got months going on,
1: and she goes out with you. I mean, what a
0: but what, that's what a hat trick, yeah, but because you have a Swedish woman, right? S- wife, yes, wife, S- wife even, yeah, yeah. and, and do you and at home then you speak English. Uh, we do for the kids. Got two
1: kids, um, but also we do have times where we speak Swedish, and I'm a little bit quieter at that point. But, yeah, um, I'm trying to follow it. I, I you know. Yeah, um, there's conversations sometimes when you go, oh yeah, you, oh yeah, I totally agree with that. And they're like, what, what are you on about? We're just we're yeah, not.
0: because I guess with the kids, uh, especially, um, y- 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 you're missing out if they, I guess they don't speak English. They speak Swedish to each other, right?
1: Yeah, especially when they're trying to scheme things as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to kind of uh, attempt to kill me or something. But they're they're cool. They're they're all right with it. But um, weirdly, my daughter went to New Zealand um at the age of 3 was struggling with her english you know i couldn't believe it at the no. of 3 you know i was like what are you doing with yeah, your life come on and uh she um she just went to new zealand and then was speaking in new zealand and realized that shit i've got to speak english here there's no way of surviving you know yeah and she just picked it up i mean i think kids brains are much more absorbent of stuff but um i find it here as well that sometimes I'm speaking, I try and have have days where I'm trying to learn Swedish, trying to do Swedish, and then people will come over and they'll see me and they'll speak English. They they won't even, you know, like when we came in here, you know, I was outside, I met someone, they didn't say anything in Swedish to me. No. But sometimes they speak English, and because they're doing that, I have to keep in the conversation because they're being polite. Yeah. And it can be boring as hell. You yeah. Know?
0: Because it, it it gets to another level. I know that my fiance, that's one of the things she finds really annoying is that, like, she can she's not on the level where she's at if she speaks English. If she speaks Swedish, she's on a level of a five year old kid. Yeah. So she, that's why, but she's she really trying.
1: I've just been at the Edinburgh Festival now, and and I, I was watching, and I was thinking of my stuff. My stuff is so Swedish now. Yeah, you know, and and you're supposed to write international comedy. Yes, you know that can work anywhere. Like you went to like New York and things like that to make it work there. There's a lot of things that I do that wouldn't work outside Sweden.
0: Yeah, same for me. I mean, and then again, like when you actually spend time writing, uh, you, you kind of want to write stuff that would work for more gigs than one. Yeah. But like yeah. when I went to Serbia, uh, if you're not performing there, by the way, uh, in Belgrade, there's a really great comedy club called, um, uh, in not just Basta, because that is the, uh, the jazz club, which is great as well. <laughs> but uh, Ben Akiba is called. Uh, I actually was there performing uh, in the same time as Stephen K Amos. Oh yes, so, yeah, he's but great. then had a festival there. Yeah, but no, there I also then I wrote some local stuff that will not work any any, any other place than Balkan. Yeah, uh, I tried to do it here, but I wouldn't get the same laughter.
1: No, it's 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 something that I was I was a little bit not I wouldn't say shameful, but I was thinking oh, um, what am I doing? Am I just writing like? you know, material to make Swedes laugh. And then after a while, I was like, it's kind of hard to do because you you, you don't talk about anything else, really, you know. And also, you don't have that thing where you get on the bus and you hear something funny because I can't understand the language well enough. No. You know, or the other day or, you know, things like that. So it's real observations.
0: Yeah, but um, but that's also the I mean I've been to Belgrade so many times uh, like so then you pick some stuff up it's easier I yeah, mean uh, I, I did they smoke inside I don't know if you knew that but no, they no, still no. they still smoke inside yeah, um, yeah. and it's there's some places now that there can't uh, be that
1: many left in the world that countries. No,
0: countries where you're allowed no it no. can't be uh, that many so I was that was my opening joke I yeah. said'm I'm, I'm just gonna do a short set of seven minutes because I don't want to die in lung cancer <laughs> but then I was like are, are they gonna get this but they actually did of course, laughing, so.
1: yeah yeah and I think people do love seeing themselves so that Power Local, you you get any any overseas comic that comes here, they'll say all oh, Swedes are beautiful and yeah. everything's tidy because that's their instant observation and something about IKEA. Yes. You know?
0: Yeah. But uh, tell me about the Edinburgh Festival. You were performing as well or just no, uh, hanging I went, out with I, friends or what? I went out to see friends,
1: yeah. I did it last year. I did like five... Um, it's the biggest arts festival in the world. Um, if you put a show on... You're competing, this is what I got told, you're competing with 700 shows at that time.
0: I think it's even more now. Yeah. It's 1,000 plus.
1: Incredible. Yeah. Um, Every day. Yeah. And and it's just finished like yesterday. Yeah. And I left like two weeks ago and I was like, I couldn't do anything more. And my friends have been still doing a show each night or three or four shows, you know.
0: Um, but just, you're not drinking, right? No no, 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 For many years now.
1: Yeah, for years. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because that's the thing. When you go there, I think it is just like it's so much uh, drinking.
1: Oh, people have come away from it with like, like serious depression. You know, like um, and and just like liver problem. You know, it's a tough month. Yeah. You know, but people, you know, people do comedy. They walk or they they work the whole year towards doing. You know, August is Edinburgh. You mm-hmm. know. And uh, I would say to anybody to go to that festival, just, you know, obviously if you're listening to this, you've got some love of comedy, um... So just go and 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 just spend two or three days there. I saw like like eleven shows in three days.
0: Yeah, you know that's a great thing. If if you've not been, uh, I can only agree with Al. You really should go. I, I've been many times myself, both performing and and being there as just like watching oh, oh, that's comedy. Amazing. So do you have like it's small pubs up to like theaters that holds like three thousand people, and it's uh, no shows are longer than fifty five minutes or so. That's right, uh, so yeah. you have a chance to go. From from one show that starts at six and then the next one at seven or eight and then you have late night shows until three four in the morning and you show starts at 10 11 in the morning and each place has you know new shows every hour
1: and they they do this thing called the free fringe now where you have a bucket at the end yeah i don't know if that would work in sweden like if you went to a club yeah. And then at the end they went, I hope you've enjoyed the night, um, just put in what money you want. I, d- I mean, I don't think Swedes carry cash anyway. I was
0: going to say, no, that'll yeah. be hard.
1: You know, like swishing and stuff like yeah. that. But um, that's a very different concept now, and it really works.
0: Yeah. you know, I've heard like le- the last couple of years, it's almost been like the free fringe is even hotter than, yeah. than, than the paid yeah. fringe.
1: And people do these they do these like bucket speeches at the end yeah. where they go, my children won't be able to eat, so please, please give money, you know. Yeah. And they almost kind of uh, hypnotize the audience to give them, they tell them, I think it's worth 100 kroner, so put that money in. Yeah. So
0: it's good. Yeah, I did want to, I got, I got paid for like, I think I got 40 quid or something yeah. for, for one bill one night. So the people really paid. Uh, we were like five comedians splitting on it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, like
1: it's so you so you should really you you do. When I first did it, I lost ninety thousand kroner in my first first year of doing the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, people can't get their heads around like why why you, would you do it? Yeah, and why you were selling tickets, but why it's just you just sort of have to.
0: Yeah, you know. I guess it's a thing a little bit uh, for your ego as well. It it gets uh, a little bit, uh, not damaged, it's not the correct word, but uh, you need to go out with your own flyers unless you're rich and you have a team of people doing it for you. And it's a little bit weird that you're going out with your own face on flyers and trying to sell the show. I mean, I guess it takes a little bit of star quality away.
1: Yeah, and also, but then there's that personal touch where if someone sees you and they go, oh, you're the... You're on the fly, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also think there is that thing of it as being a comedian where you do five minutes, ten minutes, twenty, and then you want to do your hour. You want to do your show, you yeah. know. And a lot of shows will go from the festival and then they'll tour, you know. I mean, in my latest tour, Svaria Syndrome, um, they it's 90 minutes, you know, and it's it's straight through. It's the first time I've done straight through. I normally have a break. Uh-huh. But 90 it's about enough, I think.
0: Yeah. You know? I think when I did Under Ytan, uh, it was almost two hours. One hour. And I think the one it's on, it's on YouTube, if anyone wants to check it out, uh, I think it's one hour and 48 minutes okay. or something. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's, that one was tough. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, but okay, cool. So And, and, and um, tell me about the summer. Wh- what have you uh, you've been up to?
1: I've been um, controlling kids. Um, <laughs>
0: controlling kids, okay.
1: And doing that usual thing of just going, oh, it's warm, isn't it? Oh, it's warm, isn't it? It's not yeah. like this. It's not normally. Uh, it's May. It started in May, didn't it? Oh, it started in May. Just midsummer, wasn't it? Midsummer. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I went to Edinburgh. I went to Huddersfield, where I was. I was born in Huddersfield in in England, and. Uh, just sort of went back there, and it's like a different world there. These Northern English people are just—they're just on a. It's so funny, you know, when you get used to Swedish kind of way of life, and then you see these people, and they're just, you know, having sausage rolls at eight thirty in the morning, and yeah, wearing tracksuit pants outside. It, it's brilliant. You yeah, know? Uh, it's very funny. They're very funny people. Sounds like Sumbi Bay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're very. You know what? I I find I that's what I sometimes struggle with in Sweden is. Just then, just the everyday little conversation, you know. And maybe it's because I'm a, I'm not great socially, I'm not one to go out and party and, and be with people, but I will. If I see someone, I'd like to say hello, you yeah. know. Whereas in England, they're doing that all the time to the point where you're like, Come on, mate, give me some space, you know. Uh-huh. You know? Um, but I, yeah, had a great summer, man. It was cool. And, uh, and it, and it feels good now. I've got this Did you get did you do any gigs or? Um I did one with uh Mr. Nissa Halberg and Baben Larsen out at um you don't have to say Larsen at the ND you? You just say Baben. Yeah, she's I think the, so. She's like she's a household it's like Beyonce, name, isn't it? You don't have to say <laughs> nose you know? No. Um yeah, and uh it was out in Ekerö, Ekaru. Ekaru mm-hmm. and um yeah, it was great. Yeah. And it, it was a little bit weird cuz I feel like when you've gone away from comedy for a while and you haven't done it, it's like getting back riding. It takes a little while. Yes. I wouldn't say it's like riding a bike. It's like almost like a horse. Like you just sort of. So it was, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it, but I do a lot of, um, I go down to the open mic clubs a lot mm-hmm. and I try stuff. Um, all the time.
0: That, yeah, that's I, the way. I mean, it, because I always do... My metaphor is not a horse. Uh, it's it's a car because I'm a modern guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but I, I see it like you've, you've had your car standing in a garage for a long time and it's just like when you start the engine, it's a bit... Yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm.
1: I, I, I do get a bit twitchy after about a week of not gigging. I couldn't mm-hmm. do three months. I will finish this tour now and then next year I'll write a new show. But I'll I'll always go out and do open mic.
0: Which know. is your favourite club to perform of the of the open mics? If you someone wants to go and see you,
1: um, I pop down to Big Ben a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and like last night, I just kind of um, went on at the end, and then you can just sort of say if you you know if you need to go go, um, I'm gonna and I did like 30 minutes. Oh really? Um, of varying qualities of stand up, you know. But I think, because what I'm trying to do is just write new stuff to put into the, to the last leg of the tour. I've already got the show, but I want to add stuff.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's... Um, what are you working on now then? What, what worked? Can you give us an example?
1: Um, Swedes cutting uh, pizza with scissors. Mm-hmm. i think it's madness yeah i think it's absolutely psychopathic behavior it's it's practical but it's not right
0: but you know? this this uh i don't i'm not sure that this is a swedish thing it oh. might just be that you met someone who's actually a lunatic
1: yeah, yeah. have you seen it
0: more than once <laughs> yeah have you not seen someone kind no never. i
1: went round and they picked up the s uh the pizza and just started cutting in
0: I've seen those wheels that yeah, they yeah, do yeah, in yeah, America, yeah, yeah. But, it's, but it's a pair of scissors. We're in a pizzeria. No, no, no. no. At someone's I went to LA's. a pizzeria
1: with you. Do you remember that? That was one of my highlights. Really? Do you remember this? When we were on the Raw tour and we went to the, uh, it was like Karlstad or something, and they invited us back oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for and, an after party with yeah, pizzas and, and we had to make our own pizzas but you were like ordering the I was like no 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 you have to make your own you're like
0: no you make this it was a hilarious yeah night. yeah no I, I for being a comedian sometimes I'm not very creative <laughs> I, I could build my own pizza and I'm like I take number 13 please but you're into cooking and all that aren't you yeah yeah I am I am I really like cooking uh, and I really like pizza but why don't you do a comedy cooking show I was actually thinking about doing that. But I don't think I'm good enough as a chef. But maybe if you just do it, uh, that's not that thing. And then you invite people. So it would be some sort of like a halvota meets uh, a comedy show. Yeah, Uh, And maybe you could bring in some funny people who also can cook. You know, something more like that. I've
1: got a comedian friend called George Egg who um, was just a normal, a kind of cabaret kind of stand-up. And then one day he was in a hotel room on tour and he was like, the pita bread was a bit cold. So he was like, ah, oh, do you know what? So he cleaned the iron and he warmed the pita bread up. Mm. And then he came up with this whole idea of
0: like cooking. In a different way.
1: In, in, in your hotel room, like putting oysters in the um, kettle and stuff. So now he does this George Egg DIY thing of cooking. It's a whole cooking show. It's on YouTube or? Uh, no, but he's doing Lund. Lund.
0: I don't know when. Ah, oh, the comedy out. festival. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. I, yeah. So it's kind of that's interesting. No, but it would be fun to do something. And I, I mean, there's already so many stand-up comedy shows on. So uh, it would be nice to create something that you're passionate about, and and cooking and f- and friends would be would be because
1: fun. I think it's it is something that you're. I think comedy is about that finding something that you really give a shit about, and also. Because if you get any success with it, you've got to carry on with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's like, I did my picture show where I took photos in the town, and and that kind of, that really helped me because it made me, I could do local with photos, but there was times when I was like, oh, I just want to write some jokes, you know, but yeah. I had to wander, walk around each town, you know, places like Lulio, when it was freezing, just yeah. taking photo, all covered in snow, you know. Yeah because you've and the light wasn't you know the light's never so great so I was going up there and I was like okay and then I took a photo of like their traffic light and they're like
0: it's our traffic light yeah, you yeah, know yeah, so yeah. it's um, it comes know, alive in some way yeah
1: and, and they know that it's off the cuff they know that it's improvised because they know that it's
0: on the day you know That's why also I think for me, when I book myself at Raw, which is not that often, I mean, I was thinking about that. I'm I'm really stupid. I have my own comedy club and I almost never book myself, even though I love performing. But it's again like the Swedish gent uh, law that I should. Well, I don't want to be like I own the club and then I book myself. But uh, but I would think people
1: would come to the club thinking you'd be on, though, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, uh, maybe. No, I should book myself a little bit more because I mean, yeah. No, I just should. But I always kind of also put myself as an MC. Yeah, like the guy who's uh, f- for all of you who is not familiar with the MC term, it's master of ceremony, which is a bit pretentious. But uh, you're the host of the evening, uh, the compare. Um, but I love doing that because I need to improvise. Yeah, and I just talk to the audience and find out who they're with, where they're from, what yeah. they're working with, and blah blah. It keeps me really on my toes in terms of uh, I need to be really quick and yeah. and, uh,
1: yeah. and Swedish audiences. There's this whole kind of. Uh, stereotype that they're a bit boring. They're not. No, they're not. They're really not. They're they're just as good as any other audience. You know. Mm. I mean, I, I I would admit in in places like England they can be a bit
0: like you get more heckling there, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they will. It's kind of celebrated almost. You know, like someone's out and out like you're shit, mate. You know, and everyone like ooh. You know, it's it's part of it. Yeah. You know. I mean, I was in Nottingham once, and a guy I saw this group of guys like drinking and they one of them got up on a on a table fired a champagne cork at me and just kind of flew over my head really and yeah just carried on did five minutes and got off you know but it was that's as scary as it's got for me Uh uh-huh you know a couple of times we had to go out the back because one of the comics said something really stupid Uh and then you'd have to like come on mate let's get the car you know basically get the car running and get out of here yeah Funny. I remember one guy in Newcastle was on stage and he was dying, and a guy stood on the table and just said, "Just leave us alone." It was like so
0: <laughs> tragic. <laughs> That's funny. That's so hilarious. Tragedy. Just leave us alone. <laughs> oh God. Okay. What about um, this autumn? You're you're on the tour? Yeah. This, as we sp- uh, not as we speak, maybe, but uh, starts in October, um, and um, I've got like maybe
1: twenty five shows left oh really 25 left yeah I've done I've done like 50 um and it's it's sold out really well it's it's, that's why I'm changing it for the third leg because I'd want people to if they loved it they can come back and they'll see new stuff yeah you know um but yeah that's it's it's like 25 it's a couple of places I've never been to so which ones I've, uh, I've never taken my tour show to Baros uh huh or Vara, never been yeah. to Vara. Um so there's the first time but then I'm going back to Carlstead for like the third time. yon Sherping, yeah. You know. Um, Stockholm we've got three shows and you know, some of the venues are uh are big, but I don't know. It it's it's still all a bit of a dream, man, for me. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: they? we're spoiled. Yeah, to, to, I mean, I, I I kind of try to tell myself that. I mean, to acknowledge that uh, yeah. myself uh, as often as possible. Like, it's such a gift to be able to work with something you love.
1: Ah, oh, and it still gives me the biggest buzz. And if if you if you always want to give the best show, you always want to give everything. It it'll work for you. Yeah, it's when you kind of just can't be asked that's when you fail yeah. you know, and i'm not at that point anywhere near that point i i genuinely love i'm not and I'm, I'm not full of ego i mean there's are there are comedians that are on the whole time but i um and i'm Do you like, mean
0: on stage and off stage, off stage yeah. yeah and uh, they need to be in the center and, yeah uh, yeah
1: i'm i'm not not one of those at all and i'm probably the fourth funniest in our family at home you know <laughs>
0: Um S- still not bad though.
1: Yeah, still all right. Just out of the <laughs> medals. Yeah. yeah. Um but is your, your girlfriend funny? Really right? funny, yeah. yeah.
0: She's really funny. Uh, uh so we 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 laugh a lot every day. Uh is the
1: Serbian sense of humor quite
0: that, uh, I don't know if she has a typically Serbian type of humor. Uh, it, it was really hard for me to uh, to kind of get a grip of what their comedy is about because they were all doing it in in uh, in Balkan, uh, mm. like Yugoslavian. Um, but uh, you could feel the rhythm and everything, yeah. but. Um, Um, no the friends I have um, I wouldn't say it's very different from ours uh, from from Swedish comedy Um, but uh, is it darker maybe a little bit darker but there's also comedians that are not dark at all so I don't Okay, it's hard to to say yeah but no she I mean her mind is amazing because she remembers things and I love that that it could be like a callback which is three days ago and I can do that and she will she will know instantly or the other way around yeah yeah so that's really cool do you know what my wife does a
1: lot of those a lot of like she'll say a word and I'll go what do you mean and it will be connected to something like a week ago and the connection's amazing yeah wow
0: you know No, it's so nice as well uh, to, to to see her uh, getting into the Swedish society and like yesterday we were in a kraftjuva, yeah, uh, and just to we were not sitting at the same table. We were the the guy who did it uh, decided to split couples up, okay. which was nice. It was interesting, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, just to watch. My uh, my fiance sitting with other people and seeing them laugh and like really you know when they uh, sort of have this sort of admiration in their eyes. There's something really nice in that. It makes me really proud to see you know other people. uh, How do you say discover her uh, her sense of humor or her uh, because she's a very she has a huge heart and is an amazing person. So um, it's nice to see. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't be with someone who didn't make me laugh.
1: Yeah, that's always, um, been important for me as someone that just cracks me up.
0: Because even though the looks, uh, it might be what gives the inside a chance. Uh, I mean, you will see th- that same face every day. And uh, <laughs> so it's really important, I guess, with all the other qualities. Uh, I think a lot of couples who just go for it. That's why I don't get Tinder and stuff like that. It's so based on, on your looks.
1: Mate, I And if you I, choose I a not. wife
0: or a, or a man based on just their looks, you're fucked. You will not have a happy relationship
1: yeah and, and my wife I you know clearly didn't make any choices on my looks you know it wasn't like hey that guy yeah um, it was because we just got on and we, we you know but she's a yeah she's a beautiful
0: yeah and I find well. my w- woman more stunning every day so that's not what I'm saying I'm yeah. just thinking like if you cho- if you're too shallow in your choice I think people would actually think that I'm a shallow guy which is really fucking weird but uh, I, I guess it comes with my history of how I used to live my life so yeah. it's It's on my own behalf. But uh, no, I'm not a shallow person. But do you...
1: I mean, I see, I don't drink now, but I still go back to New Zealand and there's still people that go, oh, hello. You know, like, because they remember when I was a bit of a party guy. And, you know, and it's quite hard. You know, one of my mates is a policeman over there. And it was almost like he was saying, nah, I can't, man. You know, because of. You know, I'd been to a few parties, yeah. you know, like when I was like eighteen. You know, so um, it's very hard to shake your reputation in a way.
0: You know, <laughs> tell me about it, and that people they don't forget. It's like y- y- oh,
1: I just find that yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a bad gig or a, or a bad day at work. You, if you if you linger on too much, it'll ruin you. It'll eat away at you. You know. Yeah. You just got to. Um, you know, I'm like 46 now, and. Uh, I went to like a 50th birthday party the other day, and I remember thinking...
0: What an old guy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) 50, man. It's nearly over, you know. But like, I'm four years away from that, you know. And then I think, am I going to be doing stand-up at 50? You know, it's... um, Yeah, it's mad. Do you have a plan B? Uh, No, I'm unemployable now. This is is all I can do. Um, uh, I'm not... I'm not one... I'm not a controversial comic, so I'd be a dick if I shot myself in the foot doing something. But um, I... Yeah, I just... I just continue to work hard, though. I I, I do try and, you know... Um, it's kind of weird, because we've got that connection of, like, I went on that Raw tour with you. I had the Raw clip. The birthday, the Yamo Haleva, yeah. was a real breakthrough for me, you know, the yeah. appearance on Raw. And... Uh, and I've been mates with. Uh, I've been talking to Steve Hughes recently, mm-hmm. and ah, you know, yeah. And how is he? Yeah, he's yeah, you know, he's all right. I think he's struggling a little bit, but you know, he's doing well um, in Australia. I think he's just doing his. Thing, um, you know, and like Jim Jeffries, people oh, like that, Sti- you know. Yeah. Um, but Steve Hughes, I thought was a. An, he's an. If you check him out on YouTube, he's just superb.
0: Yeah, we have a few raw clips with him. I, I remember one. I don't know if it's from our club or if it's somewhere when I saw him uh, in um, uh, in England. But when he's talking about, uh, he's sitting with his mate in his flat in Manchester and in the darkness and w- watching some TV. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, he, he has uh, a machete under his, oh, uh, yeah, under yeah. his throat. And he goes, like, we come for all your stuff, mate. And he yeah. goes, like, you came to the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> all I got here is 500 heavy metal CDs. <laughs> and I don't want to stereotype anyone, but I think you're into hip hop. <laughs> yeah, but it's hey, a great um, joke no, he's a brilliant. And what but, a, He's a brilliant guy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been way too long. I got to call him and see how he is. But no, but okay, uh, do you have any other raw memories? Um,
1: it was all a bit of a weird thing for me because I remember going to nightclubs and there was like a VIP area after the gig and I was not used to that at all, man. Like no. It was a bit kind of, whoa, and... Some of the guys on the tour were, you know, were famous, and, yeah. and I didn't know, I didn't know who they were, but I just it was it it's a it's a bit of a, an amazing buzz as well because you you know I'm doing those those kind of theaters I do on my own show now yeah after like three tours you know um, but it was like right you, you know you're on here. Um, it's twelve hundred, and then you're like, oh wow, you know, and yeah. you just go out, and you know, I've done gigs to like three people, and people say it can be good, yeah, but it's, it's a better thing. when there's twelve hundred. When you walk on, you go, all right, and they go, hey, you know,
0: it's amazing, yeah, you know, that wall of laughter that you can only get if it's more than like eight hundred or something.
1: Uh, it was, ju- it was quite rock and roll for me, you know. It was, uh, it was like, wow, this is this is great, you know. <laughs>
0: cool no we're, we're actually going on a new Raw Tour uh, again this autumn yeah, great. so I've we'll see that. if we maybe uh, will be in the same city some uh, sometime if we're lucky
1: yeah I'll come to your VIP yes yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no but that will be a lot of fun some great comedians uh, on I mean if you do listen to this podcast and you've heard other episodes you've kept, heard me keep on saying uh, go to the uh, website rawcomedyclub.se club se to see all the shows we're doing this fall so I might say that again uh, the Raw Tour will be amazing uh, extra date added in uh, Gothenburg by the way um, okay so that's that uh, do you have any um, uh, some, something you would like to uh, some, not, not a shout out but something in Swedish uh, tipsa how do you say it? do you want to tip about something tip is when you actually give some money right
1: yeah well, no, how do you say that in English um, I think it's a shout out uh-huh, okay. I don't know, shout-out. Isn't shout-out more like, yeah, to my man? Uh, yeah, to my man, Um, I don't know. I think go and watch some live comedy. It's just, you know, I was at Big Ben last night and there was like 15 acts on, and it's of varied quality. There's people doing their first stand-up gig. There's other people doing stuff they've been doing for years. Yeah. There's me, you know, struggling through notes, trying to get some funny stuff. Um. Live comedy is still so amazing. Yeah. You know, it's such a it's a perfect night out, you know? It, you can really and people I think every comedian has like one little joke in them that can make you really laugh, yeah. you know?
0: Um It's so nice when you I mean when you actually write new jokes as well. I mean, uh Best best buzz in the world, man. Yeah.
1: I feel very very privileged. I had no plan when I came to Sweden and um but I started by doing Big Ben I started doing the open mic and then it just sort of like oh do you want to come and do this and then you and then I got like Nora Brun, and it just sort of built like that you know Mac Mac took a big chance on me they didn't know who I was you know Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and Malmö for those of you who don't know about Mac
1: yeah so you know so I'm very grateful for that kind of thing Um, and it's very important for me to be nice as well
0: you know, yeah, to people.
1: Yeah, because if if you're an asshole, there's too many assholes. You know,
0: probably that's why I'm not booked anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not even booked by yourself. No, no, I'm not even booked myself. <laughs> that's when you know you're really an asshole. I had some joke I tried to do about that, about how how if you're you know that you're shit when you're in the in your car and it doesn't warn you about not putting on the seatbelt. <laughs> the, there's something in that. Uh but do you, do you remember any uh, jokes from Edinburgh that you heard something that got is stuck in your mind? No. No. No, I I'm not very
1: good. Some people are really good like you know like music lyrics. Yes. You know they can just sing it straight off and I'm not that. I I've always been uh with comedy and life I suppose is like it's not what they say it's how they make you feel, you know? And I think my comedy is very much like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not what I actually say. It's like the the feeling in the room, you know. And uh, I saw some amazing stuff. I saw uh, a guy that everybody was tipping, and he did this one to ten, how offensive can I be? Mm -hmm. Uh, Took his clothes off. He put uh, sellotape around his face, mm-hmm. put a knife uh, over his head, sellotaped it around, was like screaming at people. He ate cat food um, and then
0: he ate... I wonder what he felt like after a month.
1: He ate a condom full of like quinka. He deep throated it and I really hated the show. I felt, but I don't know if that's what he wanted. Like, But I didn't walk out because I thought if I walk out, he's one you yeah. know
0: yeah
1: um but it was all in response to a bad review that he got that said he was just middle of the road uh-huh. so he took it this way and other comics they thought it was like genius but me i just found it just offensive. Uh-huh. like and he he put makeup all over his face and he kissed me on the head and then when i wiped it it was like red all over me and i was like really fucked off about <laughs> yeah. that but i um yeah, I, you see some amazing stuff in Edinburgh, and I think that was the most outrageous show I've ever seen. Yeah. The most full-on show, you know. Um, I think the best stand-up show I ever saw was um, that Zach Galifianakis. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. I saw him do a show in Montreal. I was doing the Just for Last Festival, and he he did this thing at the end where he dressed up as um, Annie. And he took he had a little red dress on. He sang um, Tomorrow. And it was the greatest thing I've ever seen.
0: Okay. God, yeah, he's an amazing comedian. Yeah. If you don't know about Zach Galifianakis, uh, check him out, uh, especially Between Two Ferns, which is his YouTube yeah, uh, series, which is really funny.
1: You'd know him from Hangover.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool, but um, nice. Um, what, what actually, I don't really know this. What What brought you to Sweden? Was it love? Yeah. Or I, were you here first and then you met your wife?
1: No, no, I... um I started working in a bar in London and then we worked together and then she kind of brought me over here and... Do you know what? I loved it when I... I still do love it. But when I first got over here, I don't know, I think it was because... There was like real proper white snow, and you know it was like get, if you keep warm, you're okay. Everything was a bit quieter than London. you know like, yeah. you know like when you live in New York, everything's like you know like yeah. up, yeah. all the time. Yeah. all the time. So for me, it was like this kind of little bit of paradise here, you know. So um, and it was my decision. My wife was doing very well in the art world there. And I was doing okay comedy-wise. I, th- I think I was doing very well, actually. Um, and then we just thought, thought you know, um, we'll move here. So I had no plan. And what I wanted to do at first was have 10 days in Sweden and then 10 days in the UK mm-hmm. and do, like, club shows. But um, it just ended up that I got booked more here and yeah. I've stayed here
0: for longer. And, and, and the rest is history
1: yeah it's um it's a bizarre thing for me because i'm i you know i've got this kind of you know the the tickets sell and and people come to the shows and they love it and I love doing it it just at the moment seems a perfect match i don't know where it goes from here but I
0: yeah. normally ask the not all shows but some of them i i ask and I will ask you now yeah. uh because it's interesting a one to ten thing but not in how offensive you can be um but on a scale of one to ten uh where are you in life at the moment?
1: Oof. Wow, okay.
0: Um, Nisse Halbert said two. Well, very <laughs> he might have been hangover, so the later that day it was five or something. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I see that he eats, I follow him on Instagram, and he eats out every single night. And I said, why are you doing that? It must cost you so much money. He said, because I sit there having like, pasta on my own sometimes in my flat. And, he and I
0: think. Gets depressed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe we won't keep that bit in. I um I think I'm seven seven, eight.
0: Uh-huh. You know? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, things are good. I, I get down What's
0: missing what's missing out to make it a ten or a nine? Uh total domination. No, <laughs> um <laughs> total domination.
1: No, I, I'd love to be able to like career-wise, I would love to be able to. Um, there are some comedians that I see in Sweden, their level, and I go, oof, that would be that'd be great." If you could just announce a tour and then it sells. I mean, I'm really lucky. I'm not complaining at all. It's you're sells.
0: selling way more tickets than most comedians. I yes, would say yeah, in yeah. this country, yeah.
1: But um, it'd be great to go. Do you know what? <laughs> or I'd also like to do that. I'd like to do an honest... um, This show is about me falling in love with Sweden, and there are moments when I, you know, I I am more honest than I've ever been, um, but I'd love to do something that just... I'd love to do one story. I think that would be uh, amazing. Yeah. You know, those kind of... um, Those ones where they say... There I was, it was Thursday, 8th, th- you know, and yeah. then I was in and then, it, and it all goes off that. I love those kind yeah. of, I don't know if that, your first tour show was like that.
0: Was it about? Um, Not really, um, but not far from it. It yeah. was more of like my life story. Yeah, uh, How well, drinking women, uh, yeah, fuck ups uh, and, and like a dream of something else so it was really a life story yeah, um, yeah. but um, uh, yeah not really maybe like a story you're saying like yeah, it, I mean, it was I, Thursday the 22nd of it yeah like
1: Phil s- Nichol had one where he, he was on a train and they told him to get off mm-hmm. and it's the whole the whole hour is about this train journey yeah and I just love that shit you can stay in that yes. you know because I'd be panicking I'd be like oh they're not enjoying the story just tell some jokes you know Yeah, I really have to have that that rate of laughter all the time. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, and there I, I really think uh, you're. I mean, there is very, very few comedians that beat you in that in terms of laughs per minute. Yeah, because it's really intense. And I mean, you also, uh, there There might be, I mean, that's, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. But like, who is funny and who is not funny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But on stage, when, when we talk about comics or comedians, uh, like, I would say you're an amazing comedian because what you do on stage with, you make it come alive. Oh, great. And like, if you would see someone, if you would print your jokes and someone else's jokes yeah. and put them next to each other, yeah, maybe there would be someone who would think that, Uh, the other person's comedy uh, written on a paper might be better, but then um, that comedian goes up on stage and they don't have your stage persona or your energy or your deliverance and timing. Uh, What I'm saying is... Uh, I think write better jokes. No, you. I mean, you have great jokes. Uh, exactly what I'm trying to say is just fucking just give man up. the fuck up. Uh, no, but uh, how uh, how important timing is. A great comedian like yourself could make bad, almost badly written jokes funny. But a comedian who can write jokes but don't have the stage persona yeah. would not be able to to, to to you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was. A, I was trying to give you a compliment, oh, but no, I no, failed. And I,
1: I was um, <laughs> trying to brush off the compliment because I thought god this is gonna be really nice it's gonna be really nice and then i yeah yeah um, i um i sometimes watch uh comedy specials i don't watch too many and but you see someone like Chappelle, dave Chappelle, if you've not seen him and if you're into chapelle you'll love him but and he sits on a stool yeah and he's calm and it's
0: just but he's taking that from thanos photos
1: yeah maybe maybe yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, I. but that's nice. it's really relaxed kind of way I, mean, I I'm really would like if I'm gonna do a show again i I'll bring a share as well, yeah the, because you you its something happens, I think, with the dynamic I think it becomes like you're round a campfire,
1: yes and, and, more intimate, um, yeah, um, but I'm always just throwing myself around energy and. I, I, I haven't worked out the balance yet, you know? No. What's happening with your shoe there? That's You know, that's bad luck to put new shoes on the table. I did not know that. Yeah, in, um, in England, especially uh-huh. in New Zealand. <laughs> it's keys in Sweden,
0: I think. Yes, keys, yeah. yes. Yeah, we don't very often put shoes on the table.
1: I don't get invited to too many podcasts, but I've never halfway through or towards the end of one Seen the host just put up, his sh-
0: just. <laughs> but I had, I realized I had, uh, I, I had a stone in my shoe. I mean, I, I've it's seen the kind long. of,
1: I've seen the conversation dip slightly, and they go, "Oh, <laughs> this isn't going well." But I've never, I don't know if it's some
0: kind of Serbian protest to put your shoe up there. That's when you know, like time, time's up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Serbian way of uh, of singing. But uh, you've never been to Serbia?
1: No, no. Um, hmm. Um, Slovenia but
0: that's um, ah, it's, not, it's not too far away yeah, that's a bit yeah, nice. it was so funny first time I went there uh, I was looking for my gate at Arlanda and like thinking where's the Belgrade gate and, and then I see a lot of people with Adidas tracksuits, and I'm like that might be it and it was
1: <laughs> that was the crew <laughs> yes
0: yeah, um, that was the crew but what about um, you wouldn't move there uh, no I wouldn't but I, I really really like it yeah. I really do all of the Balkan countries I would say that I visited has been amazing yeah, um, yeah. so I've been really surprised uh, there were so many things I didn't know about the Balkan but, uh, and the people are so friendly and, and nice and generous and uh, it's really a buzzing especially Belgrade is a buzzing city it's, yeah. it's super cool um, but would I, would I want to live there no I wouldn't uh, it's really corrupt still Okay. I mean just one thing that my girlfriend told me and I was like no you're fucking kidding me and she said no no like you uh, you know the right politicians uh, then you know just give them money and everything is possible uh, yeah. so like you can get a handicap uh, license for your car so you can park anywhere if you just tip the right people oh
1: right yeah yeah
0: so and uh, yeah stuff like that but then also work wise I mean comedy is very new there I think they've had comedy for maybe six years yeah uh, in in Serbia and and they are the first country then Macedonia it started uh, uh, a short while ago and uh, Slovenia they have a festival but it's very new yeah I think I did
1: that Slovenian festival
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: in uh, Libuana Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah um
1: yeah, and they, they saw me do a gig. Uh, let's come out your shoe, that fly. Um, <laughs> um, then it would be dead. that's good radio. Me just squatting off a fly. Um, they um, uh, yeah, they invited me to the gig, and I did I did well. But one of the guys just said, "I thought you were funnier the first time we saw you." I was like, "All right, mate." You know, like Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was kind of. I think I think you're very insecure as well when you first
0: come off stage. Yeah, you're so vulnerable. Yeah, and if someone says, "What are you doing?" then it really hurts you. Yeah, you know? yeah, su- super hurts. you. Yeah. So. but um, yeah, no, I, it, it would be hard to make a living for me there. Yeah. Do uh, you I mean, like the
1: big comedians? Do they go there? You know, like your kind of Kevin Hart and the.
0: Um, no, I no not yet. I no. think uh, because there is a lot of rich people there but uh, I would say the, do you know what the average salary is in Serbia no. 300 euros a month wow that's insane wow yeah I was also shocked um, and then of course I mean there's People that do really well, and then there's there's a, there's a big, big difference between yeah, the ones yeah. that do really well and the others. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that you, you, you're not. I don't think uh, Kevin Hart would get enough money to go there because the tickets would be too expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, to go and see him. Um, but there is the festivals. So uh, I mean, when I performed there, I got hundred euros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was uh, and, and that was a lot of money for them. Yeah, yeah. So um, the second time, I said like, I, I can work for free. It's just for fun. Just give me some drinks or yeah. food. Or whatever Um, but uh, no so it would be hard to make a living there but we're gonna make sure now when when our first child is born do you know if it's
1: a boy or a girl
0: yes it's a boy
1: oh great
0: yeah Cool, yeah, man! It's gonna be really cool. How so he, so he's or... obviously then half Serbian. So I want him to remember his heritage and like. So we, I want to go there a lot yeah. uh, because Stasha's mother is is still living there in Smederevo, which is close yeah, to I Belgrade. Met,
1: I met. I didn't meet her mum,
0: but I met your fiancé in uh, Hudiksvall when me, you and Kodjo did the show yeah and that's two summers ago so that must then we only been seeing each other for a couple of months I think yeah so it's yeah it's been a long time since I saw you
1: yeah she was saying is he alright I said yeah he's okay stay with him and it's gone from there
0: it's good yeah yeah Um, three years in January since we met in Mexico cool that's a bit of a bizarre yeah it's a little she's from Serbia I'm from Sweden we met in Mexico second time we met uh, she came to Ore and she hates snow not yeah. anymore now she w- w- I kind of uh, encouraged her to learn how to ski I said like if you're going to survive in Sweden you need yeah. to use the winter sports and stuff like that yeah, otherwise yeah. it's going to be terrible but she came to Åre, I remember and, uh, and uh, we've been skiing the whole day she came in the afternoon so she flew from Belgrade to Stockholm from Stockholm to Östersund and then on a bus to go there uh, to meet me yeah uh, of all people and then I thought like well she's really being serious and the first thing that happens is uh, when she came uh, we went more or less straight away down to off, then after off ski party yeah and she was shocked it was three thirty, and people were fucking wasted <laughs> and jumping to like you know ACDC oh, yeah, and stuff afternoon. like that in yeah, the afternoon yeah, and course. she goes like what the hell is going on
1: yeah yeah ooh,
0: ooh, ooh.
1: <laughs> Yeah, after ski and and the Finnish ferry thing I'll never understand no that concept is just
0: but we I think Swedish people we drink to get drunk we don't you know we want to get that feeling of being drunk it's yeah. not like you have, go out with your mates and have a few you know pints and then like that's it because it's nice and you talk but and like, blah but blah.
1: you guys do a lot of that kind of drinking at, at home and then going
0: out yeah pre-parties yeah for a fest
1: yeah yeah which is very un, like, non British kind of way of drinking, is like, british is to go at lunchtime for the
0: you know yeah but i think also it might be a, a bit of the, a, a price uh yeah, thing yeah, yeah, for yeah. for young kids it's much easier to go to Bolognet and then they sit home and drink and they drink and then they they get as drunk as possible so they don't have to order any drinks at the place and then yeah. they come there at two, 12 o'clock and they it closes at, at two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you go to cities in the north for example
1: but the amount of times i would drink and then turn up at a nightclub and they'd go no no please. thanks no, no. <laughs> you, there is no way just gonna, leave us alone yeah yeah yeah. don't you 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 yeah but you don't even
0: try yeah you know it's not just one one uh, block uh, around the yeah <laughs> uh, how do you say it? A walk around the block yeah it's a few uh no i remember i was living in colleagues uh for one year uh when i was 19 18, even uh, after high school, I, I went up for a radio journalism course. Oh, yeah. I did
1: that in um, New Zealand,
0: really? Yeah, uh huh,
1: radio journalism, uh, broadcasting degree.
0: Yeah, well. okay, cool. No, that, that's what I did as well. And then, I mean, that's a really small city, yeah. It's not even a city. I'm sorry if you're from colleagues and listening, I don't mean to offend you, but it's, it's more of a village, Luleå. Yeah. Yeah, 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 10 miles, I think, from Lulium. yeah, super small. And there in one of the places, the pizzeria was also the nightclub. <laughs> pizzeria Viking. It, and that was the nightclub. And then they had happy hour to, to, I don't know, maybe nine o'clock or something. Yeah. And then people, I saw this guy, he was ordering three beers, like tap beers and put, uh, this, this was when you still could smoke inside in yeah. Sweden. Uh, so he put ashtrays on top of the beers so they wouldn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. lose there. So he, just before the happy hour. So it is a different way of drinking, I think. <laughs> but you don't miss it. Um I miss I miss it when life is good, you
1: know? Um I miss it when I think, ah oh, it'd be great God that was a that was a really great show or you know, God, yeah. it'd be good to go and have a glass of wine. But I just can't do it, you know. I also find it I mean I've got the the two guys I uh doing my tech, I get on with them really, really well and we hang out. Which is really important for me, and that was important that they had to be good guys. But
0: in your tech, sorry, I don't understand.
1: Do uh, they, they do the tech? They do the, ah, technical the stuff for you, and, yeah. Uh-huh. And they drive all the gear around. But my tour show starts at maybe seven thirty. I'm done by quarter past nine. Yeah, you know, and you're in somewhere, and if you're not a party guy, yeah, there's not a lot to do. You know, you can't just go yeah all right you know what normally you can do I mean, I remember Tommy Tiernan saying something like uh, he's an Irish comedian, he said you know it, it, after a gig the adrenaline's so high, the only thing you can do is go for a long drive or drink you yeah. know, and I can't do any of those two so you know so i'm I'm very much um you know sometimes i've just sat in the hotel room,
0: you know. But that's terrible. Yeah. It's almost like a come down from, from something.
1: Well, that's the amazing thing. If you're making a thousand people laugh and they stand up and, hey! they all go off and party and you go off to your hotel room and it's watch, just dead watch Netflix, yeah.
0: you know, eating kicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess that's why so many comedians have problems with drinking. Or yeah. artists in general. Well, uh, yeah, and mental health, you know. Yeah, um, that I guess comes also with... Uh, that's the effects yeah. of, of drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, you will get sooner or later mental problems.
1: Yeah, but um, I, I've, I've been do, I've been running quite a bit. I quite like running. I see you do a lot of running. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to do
0: yeah it's it's really meditative yeah and then yeah. the feeling afterwards is really really nice yeah. especially now when it gets autumn and it's gonna be a little bit colder nicer air to breathe in, and and yeah. just have a warm shower hot shower
1: some of those uh, summer days man they were just oh.
0: <laughs> but you know I it's so funny I was out running uh, not so long ago in Sumbibari, and I um, I was in my best form uh, at that time uh, and then I hadn't been running for some time and then I passed these Primary primary school kids, yeah. with those vests, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. they have to. I don't know, just to like some kind. So you can prison. stay away and yeah. know, like, this yeah. is danger. You will get sick if you just look <laughs> yeah. at the fucking kids. So I'm passing them, and their their teacher is saying, uh, uh, "Watch out, kids! There is a man coming running here." Yeah, and one of the fucking kids says, "Yeah." Or jogging. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kick him. He <laughs> was like, yeah, hey, I'm doing my best, you little shit. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, I'm getting older. But it was really nice seeing you again. Yeah. Do you, you want to end this with uh did you did you ever do a shout-out? Yeah, your tour. I my think. tour. Um alpitcher.com.
1: Um it's all over Svaria. I'm actually not going Umio Lulio this time. I've done Umio Lulio. We're as high as we go is Yavla. Um, and then um, uh, Stockholm we're going to film it in Stockholm and cool. we finish in Lund
0: So Nice and for uh, anyone listening to this from Umi or Luleå don't get sad that you're missing out on great comedy because you are not uh, even though Al is not coming to your cities we are with Raw Uh, Petrina Solange uh, and me and uh, Messiah Carl and many other funny comedians so check us out as well rawcomedyclub.se as you know do follow us on Instagram as well uh, and Facebook for the latest news always Raw Comedy Club uh, on both of them both Instagram and Facebook and uh, I will also be happy if you follow me Martin Anderson 1974 on Instagram um I think that's it. It's been fun. Yeah, cool, man. It was fun. Thank uh, you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, uh, best of luck, my friend, and uh, and hopefully I'll see you soon. Well, you need to do RAW as well. Oh, well, you don't need to, but it would be a lot of fun. I, I think be, I've asked you five years in a row, and I you will say be no.
1: Appearing at RAW in
0: 2019. Okay, great. It's in, a deal. You, I'm going to oh, shake no, your absolutely. hand. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna get my shoe no. <laughs> no, but that's great news Okay, I'm really looking forward to that Yeah, absolutely all Okay, there. cool uh, Thank you all for listening uh, Do prenumerera uh, Jag kan ta sista biten på svenska Prenumerera gärna på podcasten uh, Då blir vi glada Och uh, så får ni den automatiskt hem i er Eller hem, hur fan gammal Ea egentligen uh, <laughs> ni kommer, Den kommer rakt till uh, er telefon uh, Vi finns där poddar finns uh, Tack så mycket för att ni lyssnade Puls och kram! Nästa vecka så får jag besök Av de här personerna Alltså jag har varit på Weekend i Paris flera gånger Än vad jag har varit på Weekend på Söder kan jag säga. Har ni träffats förutom i repan? Nej. Nej, nej Men däremot så gjorde jag ett sketchprogram på P3 Där vi drev lite med dig CarpefuckingDM heter Carpe det Så jävla bra jag hörde det